1: More May you rest in peace Awesome
0: Yes,
2: yes, yes Oh, come here, running wild yeah. I said give me a hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report Welcome to the Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report I am the big guy Ryback Joined by Raj Giri of Wrestling Inc Wrestling Inc. dot com Raj, is there a tagline like the one stop for all wrestling news with Wrestling Inc.? What's the catchphrase? Uh, I need to come up with one. I, you know, your top source for pro wrestling news. How's that? Your top source for pro wrestling news. I love it. That's, that's, <laughs> I always feel like I need to say something when I'm saying it, so that's uh, that, that, that that goes well.
0: Uh, it, it, we had been figuring out a system with our house to all get along and and manage and now the girls school is coming you know to a close here in a couple of weeks so it's going to be all thrown up in the air so yeah. uh other than that it's all good.
2: Yeah, it's <laughs> a little stir crazy. Hopefully get back to normal here. We're in phase 1 of reopening here as of a uh, couple days, well Saturday when this comes out. So it's uh we'll see what happens. See if life gets back to normal or not.
0: Yeah, I know we've been critical in the past of uh, WWE and AEW opening up too soon. You're starting to see uh, people are just itching to get back to normal. The number of deaths each day, it is a lot. Um, But now now you see what AEW did this past uh, Wednesday night, and they had some fans in attendance, and I thought it was the best looking show uh, in this empty arena era. And granted, it wasn't empty arena. They did have people there, but it, uh, it makes a huge difference.
2: I actually watched the uh, AEW is my favorite show to watch ever, of, of all the shows. And it, it's just because I feel like we're watching stuff now unfold and they're getting some other names there and mixing it in. and It's just, they're not afraid to try things yeah and that is what i like and i in their open-minded and man and i agree with you i thought it was the best presentation i enjoyed that whole ending just every, i with everything with the uh, the inner circle and, and sammy getting ran over by the golf cart with matt hardy like it's oh gosh and then the that, post, looked that, that was brutal that was <laughs> insane that was that that whole thing came off just just fantastic and then the inner circle flipping everybody off of that background shot. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. And it was so good. And yeah. And they have some people there, um, throughout and it makes all the difference to being in a big arena like that. At least you're, it's more open and you, it's not completely empty. Said so some people there and it just, it right. felt as normal as normal can be for, for all of this.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can't see that, uh, WWE isn't allowed to have anyone in the audience because they there are times when they'll have you know They did the at WrestleMania. They had like 20 people out for the 24 7 segment with Rob Gronkowski so yeah. I, I think it's just stubbornness. They don't want to change the formula. You know, they, They're seeing something with AEW that works, and, and uh, we can get into ratings here. AEW and NXT both were actually up this week in the ratings, while Raw and SmackDown are hitting historic lows. I mean, beyond, I think, they're going beyond what we thought were the lows, like what the, the, the floor was.
2: Yeah, and I, I can tell you, and I've watched uh, a part of Raw, and man, and putting out, they have guys out there that have ne- I just no clue who they are. It's, I don't know. It just, it's not a, the the empty arena matches, I mean, you gotta have some wrestling on the show. I and like, But like, you see it with AEW, and they're thinking outside the box a little more, and that's the promotion where everyone thought they were, like, and we talked about it, Like, are they just going to just do straight wrestling? I think they've adapted and evolved in. in, I know from talking with Cody before, and like it's they're they're flexible with all of this, and they know it is entertainment, and they're creating ways of keeping your attention, whether it's putting Jericho on commentary, just things. That whole that main event and just doing that. Whereas WWE, it's really just in the ring and then they got a bunch of new guys i feel like they've debuted even more people and it's i don't know i really it's not working
0: yeah it's it's been tough to watch in my in my opinion and so for raw i mean this is they drew six one point 1.686 million viewers uh this past monday night that's down 7.2 percent from last week's 1.8 million Below two at one point was thought to be uh, unimaginable, and now it's getting down to 1.5 is gonna be uh, probably hit soon enough bec- with how they're dropping. Um, SmackDown also uh, doing a historic low on Fox, it dropped to 1.9 million viewers. Uh, that was the lowest since last June, or I'm sorry, last July. Uh, and, and last July, that's when they were on USA. So on a network, they're now doing lower numbers than they did, you know, back in the day. And again, obviously, COVID, uh, these empty arena yep. shows are hurting it. But again, you're not seeing WWE adapting or trying anything different, breaking out of the formula to try to help these numbers and try to, you know, uh, do something about it.
2: Yeah, I- I'm really curious to see it too, when the crowds are back what what these come back up to i mean because they will come up to a degree but if they, they are restored to what they were is this just again that trend we've seen over the years of the numbers just getting lower and lower this is maybe just uh, accelerating that process a little more where now is this going to be the new norm for a bit with the numbers even when crowds are allowed back i don't know it's yeah it go, and it again it just goes to and i know from being in that environment and they're not hungry it's not, the yeah. talent's not hungry. The talent and the talent is handcuffed. This is nothing, I will never speak ill of the talent. I am nothing but for talent. It is of the environment and that process there. And they, they've they let go of a lot of people that were, were key people there at, at different times. And I don't know. I don't know what the the, the current... Situation is all I know is from anyone I've ever talked to that I know that goes there and that has gone before all this stuff happened, and they they just go it's the same shit even worse than we we, when we were there, and I'm just like that sounds it was miserable when I was there like and I say miserable just from from certain aspects of it and there are obviously pluses to a lot of it, but I don't know man with Vince and with all of this again, no matter what you do and like when there's no crowds you can't like star power doesn't matter you gotta figure out a way like right to to get people invested to watch you got you got figure out another way to entertain them because of the fake moves and I say that as a pro wrestler because it is only one aspect of it it's not enough to, to keep people's attention
0: yeah absolutely i mean they're you know their uh, documentaries that they're doing are fantastic if they could somehow bring that into their show, do more backstage stuff but make it more realistic, you know, have the talents talking to Vince and Vince and Hunter at odds of, on what matches are going on. You know, stuff like that I think would be fascinating to watch even though and you can still script it. Uh, Absolutely. but this is just not working.
2: Yeah, and I think too in, in putting different people on commentary uh, yeah. and I think that hell, putting a different person on commentary every week and seeing how they do if you're going during the matches. That yeah. to me would be in letting them go out there and, and get themselves over because now you're going to. I think that's a great little thing. And it, it doesn't really. You throw a different person out for every match on the team and let's see, you know, let's see how they do. Let's. Anything. Just anything. You and Punk. Yeah. Whoever it is, <laughs> me and awesome. Punk, let us. Bring, <laughs> 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 Just shit all over the show to give. We'll actually agree.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I'm kidding. No, but. Uh, yeah, I, I think less of the in-ring with what they're doing now because it, the in-ring is not working. Um, dynamite, when you're doing
2: new talent with this and bringing back people and like and you're just bringing them back like, it, you know, Jinder coming back with no crowd. Like it's just, it's not, if that's me and I'm a talent there, no thank you. Right. I'm not wasting, a, a, I've been out for nine months and you want to yeah. bring me back? Raj, I'm not even, we want to give you $10 million. I will not wait, I don't give a fuck. I have too much, like, you know, it's, yeah, it's a lot of money, whatever. I make money doing other things. I would rather wait and have a special moment with a crowd that you never, it's just, to me, that's what wrestling is. It, without the energy in the crowd, wrestling is shit. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Yeah, like if Ron or Brock were to come back, they would, they would get blamed because the rating's still going to be low, and, and everyone would be like, oh, well, yeah, uh, they don't make a difference to ratings, but... You know, it's just this environment doesn't work. Uh but it, Dynamite was uh they did seven hundred and thirty two thousand viewers, they're up six percent from last week. NXT was up a little, six hundred and sixty three thousand viewers, up four percent. Uh NXT did have a loaded show, so um I think I would think that number is a little bit of a disappointment, but at least they were up when everything else is down drastically.
2: So uh, Wednesday night ratings were up, so that's uh, that's at least one positive from this past week. Absolutely. And I will say, I take it back. I would take the $10 million and come back and skip Sheffield just so that way they, they, the ratings and all that can be tied to Skip Sheffield and not as Because I, w- I would take the money. I, I take that back. I didn't think that all the way through, but.
0: Turn to Skip Sheffield. That would be (laughs) (laughs) one night only. (laughs) That would be great. Uh, In other news, uh, so Otis, uh, he has been saying that heavy machinery is not done, but uh, he has, you know, obviously been put in this singles feud with Dolph Ziggler. His stuff with Mandy, Uh, in my opinion, has been the best storyline stuff that they've been doing. And Vince apparently is a big fan of Otis.
2: I've been saying it from the beginning and I think in I, heavy machinery was a great way up there. And I know him and, and, and Tucker, uh, or friends and, and, and tagged, you know, together here for years. And Otis oh, is a big time star, man. I, I, I made a tweet a few weeks back or a couple weeks ago where, uh, and it got a little bit of traction. The, uh, I would like to see Otis have a big baby face run here with Mandy. And I would like to see success go to his head where we see a, like a Allah, the rock transformation with the shades and the Hawaiian shirts with little pigs all over him. He's a big <laughs> barbecue pork guy. And, uh, he, he transforms himself into the big O where he's more of a, a, a very cocky, arrogant ladies man. And Mandy's not enough for him anymore. And, uh, then we see a big heel run as the big O and then, then eventually back to babyface. But uh, that would be I. If I'm booking Otis, that's, I'm in the meetings every week, speaking up for him on this. <laughs> I need to see I, the transformation into the Big O. It's money. That, that would be. Yeah, I love that idea, and uh, I want to see him turn on Tucker, kick him right in the dick. I don't want to it, like it. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see the Big O and, and when the full blown heel turn. He he cut the heel promo on his mom, who we know really really let set it in because he's 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 a, he loves his mother, and I, I think we got to really go all the way with it, where he really just really sticks it to everybody. the – The success, the money at all, it's just too much for him.
0: Do you see Vince uh, pushing Otis as a legit top guy or is it more of a like a godfather bushwhackers you know like a fun mid-card thing that he loves but he doesn't uh not not enough for him to put it like in a pay-per-view main
2: event yeah so that's where the question of that is is i think how high can it go and i think that depends and again we need a crowd like the stuff he's doing with a crowd there he 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 draws your attention um I would ultimately, I I would like to say, you can't just say we're just going to put the title on him. I think you go by the crowd and the numbers and everything going on. If this thing just keeps getting hotter and hotter and hotter and people are buying into it, well, he's a very believable guy as far as physically. He's a very, I, I don't have, he's not like a guy where, you know, you know, I love in Santino, and he, he was very comedy based. Otis can be comedy based, but also has that green mile, I could kick your ass. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. There's that quality, quality to him, whereas guys like were like a Eugene before, and I liked Eugene, and Eugene was a big, big guy too, though, and stuff, but it was kind of limited. Where this, I feel like there's potential for it to possibly happen for him to have that main event run if they do it right. I don't know, though. I think we need to wait and see. At the very least, though, I think he got a nice mid-card act that, with a lot of TV time, can be as over as anything. Yeah. Uh,
0: Tony Khan, AEW president, uh, the, the head honcho, did an interview on their AEW podcast, and uh, he basically said they're losing millions of dollars uh, because of this pandemic. Um, that even though... You know, obviously the costs are cut with you know doing these taping these shows and doing a bunch of tapings at once. They are losing a lot of money by this, and it, he didn't say this, but they were originally supposed to be profitable this year. It doesn't look like it's going to happen. They started putting fans, uh, you know, in the stands this past Wednesday night, and I, I think I wonder if a lot of sports leagues are going to look at what they did and kind of use that as a model to start. Opening things back up, where you could separate people, start getting people back in the stands, because it makes a world of difference.
2: Yeah, and I know I saw an interview with him where he said, from a friend of his, from the is it the Jimmy Kimmel show or the Jimmy Fallon one of those where they started right. putting people in the crowd and or like or the the band they, so they had something to play off of, and he it made all the difference in the world. I think that's a he's very much more in tune to things than Vince. On, on on today's culture and going on and just by that alone and I go that's brilliant as far as being able to look at that and go we're going to try that here and keep everything in place because there's no worse feeling as a performer and a wrestler not having anything to play off of even if it's not as much at least if you got people in there there's some energy in there where you, you could still play off of it and it just makes your job a little bit easier and it translates better and it comes across better on TV. So I think they did, I think that's a very good thing that they're doing and other sports and things can, you know, once things are, I think people are going to want to go back to normal. Now, then we talked about like the numbers, whatever we were told and things it's man, I don't know. It's and then I was, I, I didn't want these shows running when we didn't have this information because we're being told that this is what's going on and it's there's everything else is shutting down. So it's like, well, why just from the history of pro wrestling, why is this going on now that we have a lot of this information and okay, let's get things back to normal. However, we're going to do it, but putting some people in there with the social distancing. Great move.
0: Yeah. Um, also, this past week, Triple H, he sold more than a million dollars worth of WWE stock. Kevin Dunn, a couple of weeks ago, he sold 1.5 million. Um, you know, CEOs selling shares is it's usually not a big deal, but the the he, Triple H is not one that usually unloads uh his stock. So it is it, kinda it was kinda interesting uh he did that this past week. Twenty three thousand two hundred and fifty five shares on Monday, May the fourth, at forty three dollars eighty cents per share, uh totaling one million eighteen eighteen
2: thousand five hundred sixty nine dollars. Yeah. I'm not uh Interesting times with what's going on, and if they, uh, if WWE with the talk of possibly being sold at some point to Disney or Fox or or, or some something of that nature, and I just know from information I've been told before, Hunter has gone on the record of saying that he's not going to be there past sixty five. He's not like he has, and again, who knows? That could all change, and that's on pretty good source on that one yeah uh, and but who knows he may decide he wants to be a part of it for all that but i don't know if they if the company's uh, you know does get sold and, and they think the share price is going to drop are they taking some profits right now and that way they have a locked in number i don't know it's but they're doing it kind of in stages and it's like what's like done one week hunter this week stephanie the next week vince you know what i mean like it's right they all don't do it all at once but it don't Follow each other, so just I. I, We'll have to wait and see when everything with this virus calms down and see if if there is if those rumors are true. I think it has to happen at some point. Vince doesn't seem to want to pass it down to Shane, and Shane doesn't seem to want to take on that monster as well.
0: Well, WWE, as long as these TV deals stay in place, they're they're fine, and I you can't. I couldn't see USA wanting to drop. You know, Raw unless NBC got rid of USA because USA is not producing any hit shows outside of WWE yeah. but Fox is another story uh, now Smackdown is not only doing the worst viewership on the station which they've been doing for a while but they're the lowest in the 18 to 49 demo and that was what they're really touting you know when when they signed yeah. so they, without the Fox deal without the TV deals WWE is a whole different company
2: yeah at times it's Fox can't be thrilled. I think though everything with the virus, they're going to be okay. Let's see what Understanding. happens. Yeah. yeah. and they're going to but if these numbers don't come back, I think then we're really that's going to it'll be interesting to see how it unfolds.
1: Ah. Uh, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive, sought after, rare, and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.
0: I don't know uh, about you, but when I'm done with a TV show, whether it's been lost in the past or The Walking Dead, when I'm done, I don't go back. You know, it's you know so I, I it'll be curious to see if if the crowds will bring fans back or if they're just done they're, they watched it they're like ah this isn't for me anymore and they move on yeah because tv shows are still going up in ratings you got the last dance that's doing record numbers and and all the shows on friday night were up from the week before while smackdown was way down
2: yeah man we'll see i don't it, with the wrestling and playing to the to the internet wrestling community and that like i don't I never have agreed with that move ever. And even now it feels like they're turning them away too. It's, uh, so I, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's not working, but again, well, and that's more from a WWE model. AEW is, and even NXT has been consistent for that range that they've been in. But we'll have to just see. I, I just want people back in the, this with all of it. Absolutely. I, I'm the same watching it. It's, it's It's tough.
0: I'm trying to get someone else to do my, the Monday night podcast now because I don't want to watch. The, you know, I don't want to sit through that anymore. It's brutal. Um, AEW this past week uh, or a couple weeks ago, they were fined by ten thousand dollars by the Maryland State Athletic Commission over the match between John Moxley and Kenny Omega at Full Gear uh, this past November. Chris Cruz, uh, former WCW announcer, was really championing uh, this this case uh with the maryland state athletic commission a lot of people remember back in i believe it was like 91 92 that lex luger rick flair match where luger was bleeding and they had the maryland state athletic commission interfere and say it was against uh against their rules obviously that was work but uh they really do have in their bylaws like you can't do intentional bleeding and and things like that and aew did so in that sense they did break the rules, but at the same time, it did seem like uh, Chris Cruz was being a, a little bit of a snitch.
2: Yeah, I don't know anything about. I've never who's. I don't know who that is, but uh, he was. He was. Uh, he he did uh, the commentary
0: on a lot of the WCW like C shows like okay. worldwide those.
2: The <laughs> I just know wrestling. Anytime we'd go to in in Maryland, I remember uh, being in doing shows in Baltimore whether it was live event or t v the uh it was a pain in the ass and then the their little doctors come there and they got you got a sign and they gotta they do your blood pressure and and little little heart check on everything and like, it it's a, you want to try to I remember when you're at t v you always want to try to get it done early when they're there that way you get it out of the way and you don't have to work because they'll like hound you and hound you and hound you and uh it, it's they're just it's like a money grab kind of it, it's always been recognized as that from like the people there um it's bullshit i don't really know it's to they're just that that, that money is going right into the doctor's pocket whoever that's all that it is and you know but if they know that that's the rules going in and they did it ten thousand dollars to to them is not <laughs> right a little <laughs> penny in the bucket go ahead here Right, you get the fuck out of here. It is what it is. I'm sure it was well worth it for them to do it.
0: Yeah. Uh, The Bella Twins, their book came out this past week, Incomparable. Uh, They've been working on that the last couple of years. Uh, In the book, they were talking about Ronda Rousey's debut at the Royal Rumble in 2018. Uh, Rousey, you know, Oscar had won the Rumble, and then Rousey's music hit. She came out, awkwardly pointed at the WrestleMania sign. And uh, Nikki Bella was saying... Uh, she kind of considered that a slap in the face uh, to to the women uh, that night, uh, and that that got a lot of attention. But uh, what do you think about that?
2: <clears throat> so that's one of the deals. In it I don't, I've never don't I'm not i have never do not not do not have a lot of experience uh, dealing with the Bella Twins or anything. They were always nice, and um, that's not a Ronda situation. That you need to be mad at the organization if you're mad at that. That's because that's other ways it comes off is you got to be careful of this because it comes off as insecure and bitter and like in jealousy of, and, but I also understand for being a talent there. This was kind of one of my reasons why I wanted to create my own success uh, in, in wealth outside of wrestling, because this is kind of what I want to do. And this is, I've always been honest about this because I think it'd be great that it's not Rhonda's fault. It's the company's fault for you. And you're there and you kill yourself under that model because you're, they're bitch, and that's what you do, and you're there five days a week, and you're on the road, you have no life, you give them everything, and then the biggest show of the year comes up, and then you watch somebody from the outside come in and make more money and probably one appearance than you're going to make maybe your whole career, possibly, for a lot of people there, and come in and have a major moment, and they'll go on their way, and it's not their fault. And they've created success outside of that, and Vince looks down at the wrestlers, and so you got to be mad at them. And that was one of the things that fueled me, where I go, I saw that happen, and I never get mad at the people, but it made me want more for myself. So that because I would love to be that person that gets hidden on a bus and then comes in, and then all the new talent, fuck Ryback, and then just come. You know what I mean? That's right. that's a great. It's a power play. I think it's great. Brock just shows up whenever he wants. Yeah, he went and created wealth and, and success, something else, and then he can come back. I'm not gonna I think that's fucking awesome. I wanna do that. Like so but I think you gotta be careful, like when she says and I don't know if she was specifically attack I don't not attacking Rhonda, but it's not Rhonda's fault. Anybody with the brain would want to be in that position and they she earned it as far as that. But when you're a regular talent there full time, it can make you it can make you upset, but you can't be upset with other people. You got to be upset at the organization for allowing that to happen, and because it comes from, you kill yourself and you give them your, yourself, and you make so little in comparison to what a lot of these people come in and make, and it's it's just the reality of the situation. But the uh, and I'm sure with them, the Bella Twins, it's they've done well for themselves and they've made money and, and they've been able to do other things. So. I think and maybe she's just talking about the the regular girls there, and the the efforts they put in, and for someone else. But Ronda brought a lot of mainstream attention to that. All of it. She there's like I like Ronda. Like I don't have anything. It's she's and she's gone out, and you go out and you do other things outside of it. In that's life. You're you when you have wealth and success and other things, it, it allows you to be put in good situations. So. Right, I don't ever want it like when other people are successful it's like you can't hate on it because it's like they figured something out mindset wise that's working so
0: yeah it's always interesting from the outside looking in when you'd hear about people being upset with Mr. T in the 80s but if you didn't have Mr. T where would WWF have been, you know, or, or when Mike Tyson came in uh, with the thing with Austin? I mean, he really jump-started that thing. Where would where would it be? So, yeah.
2: It's worked, I and mean, uh, it's just it's it, the way it is. and The problem with it is, is because the talent, and this is the... If everyone was making the money they should be making there, nobody would give a right. shit.
1: Yeah.
2: That's the problem with all of it, and it's how little you're actually making for your the work that you're getting and how much they're making off of you, which then creates an anger inside of you and an insecurity inside of you because you're not getting what you should and it's just a vicious cycle it it comes from Vince so
0: yeah Uh, we were talking about AEW Uh, they did COVID-19 testing before the show so everyone in there uh, was tested ahead of time uh, with the rapid tests, it'll it'll be interesting to see if other leagues follow that and start allowing people back in. Uh, but still, the Young Bucks and Hangman Page they're not going to uh, dynamite for now. And it's interesting with the Young Bucks because they're executive vice presidents. But yeah, they're they're staying out. Obviously, there's uh, international stars like Pac that can't go. But uh, yeah, with the uh, the Young Bucks and Hangman Page, it's their decision. They're staying home, and
2: yeah. I didn't, so are they, are they just, they're just choosing because of everything going on then they, they're just safety wise. Right. Okay. No, I, I think that's great. That's good to that. And I like that they're testing. I think that's what the, that was my thing I thought all along and, and I don't know, maybe they were and I, but the, the testing needs to be made available that if you have testing there, that was my issue with WWE is they weren't doing coronavirus testing. They were taking your temperature, which isn't right. But if you're actually getting the, you have the test, then you, there's no issues if nobody has it. It's, right. There's not so then it's. Uh, I just like AEW. I think they're doing a lot of the right things now moving forward with all of this. So and taking care of like into the I know the I saw the entertainment group that came in. Like the people that are helping probably put the, the stage hands and the union, yeah, the union workers. They're getting tested. I think they're leading by example and I I think as long as they continue to do that it's a good thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, we were talking earlier about Ziggler and Otis. After uh, after a segment on SmackDown last week, uh, he tweeted out, anyone have a clip of myself and Sonya backstage from SmackDown on Friday? They conveniently posted the Otis Mandy one, but not ours. So apparently they had a, a, a good interaction that wasn't included. Carl Anderson, who was just released by WWE a few weeks ago, he replied, they'll conveniently leave out lots of things that'll get you more over. I feel like that's something we talk about a lot. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and it's by design. That's what they, they want, and they're he's 100% right. And Dolph is, I know Arn Anderson made comments about Dolph and how Dolph will speak his mind, and I've, I've known that's why me and Dolph get along so well is because he's not a bullshitter, and he calls you out on the bullshit there. I love that. Like, and he's, what are you going to fucking do about it? And I know Arn, that's not what they want all the time because he's not a little bitch that's just going to, but and I remember Dolph too used to always back when I was red hot and everything was starting to go fucking get really weird, and then he would just say things out loud to the producers on, oh yeah, it makes perfect sense to have Ryback fucking lose right now while he's fucking red hot like that's something Dolph I always was like eh, you're the fucking man Dolph like and he because he didn't give it. he'd already been fucked over and been through it and like it's just like, yeah why wouldn't we all want to make more money yeah let's fuck off and uh, they do that and I've experienced that with Ryback where we did some our best stuff I've ever done when I was there comedy wise and, and backstage skits that never got was seen because it, it would have got us over as a tag team and that's what and they speak the truth and it, it, it's unfortunate and you know Dolph that's why I was like I just wish he'd just say fuck off and leave and go to AEW I really <laughs> do I think he's there's so is he's, he's there's the guys and I think we're gonna see that as time goes on with more and more guys but. I, I,
0: I we didn't I didn't ask you about talk to you about this earlier but I, I, I got to bring it up Roman Reigns um they showed a recap from Wrestlemania uh, I believe it was 31 uh that was the one where Seth Rollins cashed in the money in bank pinned Reigns during his match with Lesnar won the title they edited Reigns out of the match so it, it looked like it was just Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar uh mm-hmm wwe they have an edict for the commentators not to mention reigns on commentary but this was i mean this was like they, like a, something they do with a chris benoit match where they completely take him out it was it was kind of stunning that they would edit reigns out like that i don't know it was it was weird
2: yeah and that's i think too and this is all this all comes from vince's mind games just for people what so in roman made a decision i saw too in, in having the newborn twins and in He's in the one of their inner circle top guys, and he made a decision that was for him and his family that was one hundred percent the right decision. Vince will start playing games, and will even if they they will start putting out messages to try to put fear like that's to like, hey buddy, you might want to come back to work. We'll forget about you pretty quickly, wink wink, and then like, but he won't go all the way with it. You know what? That's just mind games with Vince. That's all that it is. There's no reason for that other than that is he's probably trying to get Roman to get a little bit fucking uneasy. I need to go get, go back to work it's like this is and he plays on that wanting the, the fame and, and you know the money and hey bud, come back here like that's that doesn't just happen by accident. it's not that he doesn't want they don't want people to not think about Roman reigns not being there because of the coronavirus it has nothing to do with that. that's Vince just that's straight up vince fucking Vincisms. Whatever you want to call it, with his 48 laws of power bullshit.
0: Yeah. And Reigns, he did an interview with TMZ uh, as we're recording this. He did it today. He said he's got his family obligations. He wants to get back to work, but, you know, this is, uh, he's not in the easiest of situations. He's got twins on the way. You know, he's uh, immunocompromised, but uh, yeah. You can't fault the
2: guy. No, and I know he'd even said that he's not concerned now. With he was told from from his immune system standpoint that he'd be fine. Um, Right. That it's more just for the for the kids and for the family, and I commend him being in a position and doing that. I think it's a great thing that he's doing, leading by example and all that. So. Which he said he said that, but I,
0: I there is this thing out by uh, a lot of doctors that if you have leukemia, you are at high risk uh, of getting this. So I Ooh, I think yeah. he's probably just giving a corporate answer because it's that's not the case. You are at high risk.
2: But yeah, it's. I mean, he's doing the right thing regardless. Yeah. It's, you know, that's it's gonna be it'll be interesting to see when this all kind of things kind of get back to normal. But if the virus is still one of those things that you know, and there's no vaccine or anything, how long is he out for? I don't, I don't know. And it, it, I'm telling you, it, with Vince too and stuff, it's bullshit. That like you would want him to sacrifice his health or any of that, and his family with having newborns and stuff. It's, but I've said it all along. It, it, it once you know what it is, it's such. It, it's it, to me, it, it's like there's, there's just it's too many. Facts and too many, too many things that have happened before, to where I just have enough information where I know what kind of person he is and I just don't agree with it. So, but good for Roman, yeah. man. I did want to ask you too, Raj, because I saw this with everything going on. With uh, Cody made comments about they did an interview with, um, I don't know if it was on Twitter or somewhere, but somebody brought up Heath. And did you see <laughs> that? Was there something with that? And he said no on Heath to AEW?
0: Yeah, he was joking. He said it in, in a uh, joking manner, where he was like, uh, he, "He said Zack Ryder too. He's like, uh, oh we we don't hire our friends.' So he's being sarcastic because <clears throat> you know the guys on top are all friends. So yeah. it was a it was a sarcastic comment. Okay. He later clarified that he was joking. It wasn't you know it was taken out of context. He was it was just a joke answer.
2: So okay, I didn't know. I thought that was a serious thing. Oh man, it bummed me out a little bit because. I'm a big Heath Slater fan. I was, uh, and Heath is, uh, he's working hard and I'd like to see him. Uh, I'm actually trying to get Heath on the show here. He's doing some interviews now. So, him and Axel. I'm trying to get Axel. And then Rusev said, Rusev said he was going to do the show. Someone messaged me yesterday and said, Rusev, because I'd asked Rusev a while back. Rusev, now, I don't know if he announced it on Twitch that he was doing the podcast. I go, it's news to me. So, I got to message him here and see if I get him on. But, All those guys. I think they would be wise to pick up a few of those guys.
0: I think Rusev, especially. I think Rusev is the hottest of the free agents out there. So you gotta, you know, he's gonna end up somewhere for sure. Uh, But AEW, you gotta think just as a business that if they're not bringing that much money in, they got to be, you know, cost not. You know, they, they got to be uh, frugal on yeah. who they're hiring right now. Well, the guys yeah, have 90 so.
2: days anyways, everybody, and with everything, with, there's no crowd. Like, I, wouldn't, I would hate to see Rusev go there right now with no crowd. Like, I think that's going to be a nice, big, cool moment if he shows up there. Yeah. And, and when, with the crowd back, with wrestling back to normal a little bit. And uh, he can, uh, he, there's a lot of value in him. So Yeah. And, and you can pepper mm. those guys in. And I think Zach going there, I think Zach's a good move there. And I have zero, I don't care what any of the internet wrestling things, oh, this is where WWE guys go. You guys get all fuck off. That is that is what they, they are just, it's sure. a good move, so.
0: Yeah, what are, what are your thoughts real quick before we go here? Uh, what are your thoughts on Brody Lee uh, being in the, the main event against John Moxley at the, uh, yes. the AEW pay-per-view?
2: So I'm all right with it because they don't have, so you got to look at it like this. It's an entirely different character. It's a mm-hmm. different organization and it's a different character. And he's he's a big, credible looking guy. They're doing he's he's a heel doing the thing with the dark order. And they all, they're they're running shows. Moxley is champion. You gotta have people to go up against. And mm-hmm. and you need you need threats. And that's the one thing with AEW is you look at it, that main event circle isn't that big. Um, right. there as far as established really over main event guys so i think that the i think it, I it's not a bad thing at all now and i think he's a former ic champion and a former tag champion from a booking standpoint he was part of one of the the most over factions in in recent wwe times is in one of the just in general wwe history with the wyatt with the wyatts and it's just the Wyatt family, sorry, and, and the Shield with those guys and some of the stuff they did. He's been part of some big moments, and I've seen him and Dean and, and, and Moxley back in WWE tear it up in live event main events, um, yeah. overseas tours, which I talked about on here. They have great chemistry together, in which I'm sure that is everyone there is well aware of. So, I have no problem with it, and I think it's a way to it elevates. They need main event guys there and you got to do something. Yeah. They I mean who else is there for Moxley to go up against realistically? I don't know. <laughs> My only problem with it is it seems too early to beat Brody Lee,
0: you know, like yeah. having him lose right off the bat in in a in a big fashion because chances are he's going to lose. You don't want to beat Moxley yet either, so that would be my thing from a storytelling standpoint is having him lose right off the bat.
2: And the, when the, you're building really- the, the, the play devil's advocate on this though, they you got to look at it too though, and it's at the same time if you create it's a storyline where people going in. Who's gonna win? Who's gonna lose? Like you because you, you don't want to see the, neither of them lose, so they create for a good matchup. It's like when you got two undefeated fighters going, and oh my god, someone's gonna lose in this. And it, but it's so my thing is if it was a predictable thing, people would be saying this is too predictable. So it, it's again, yeah. We got I think it's. I'm. I think part of the problem too is people are looking at some past wrestling booking with WWE and how they've ruined guys. AEW is not WWE, and I think they're much smarter. And that you can have losses there, and still heels can lose as long as you get your heat. It's all that it matters. And that's that's the deal with it in the dark order. As long, it's not like he's going to be Mister Brody Lee and go there. And, and, and if and he does put Ambrose or Moxley over, and then all of a sudden he's back on fucking main event the next week, you know, because yeah. that, that's what WWE has do, done to guys. I think AEW is so far ahead of them on all that, and with with Cody and them, that's not gonna be the case. So I think you got to look at this with a fresh set of eyes and just enjoy it and allow the watch because I think they're going to do things right. Building up guys. I really do. Yeah. And not everyone. Yeah. Heels don't need to be undefeated. They I, when I was a heel, I never had a problem losing. I had a problem not having my TV time and getting my heat back. That was, right. that's the worst thing in the world. So as long as you're allowed to get heat, that's the whole point of being a heel. And you give your credible moments and you get some wins here and there. It's, you, you don't need to be undefeated as a heel. So I have no yeah. problem with it.
0: Well, Ryback, uh, thanks as always for having me on. It's, it's going to be a crazy month this month,
2: yes. but uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, Roger. As always, anything to uh, plug to wrap up this week?
0: Uh, Yeah, keep checking out WrestlingInc.com. We got new interviews. Kofi Kingston, Tom Tom Tomatonga, Mance Warner, Rick Bassman. Uh, Rick Bassman, who talks about his heat with John Cena. Uh, uh, Rick Bassman brought John Cena in, and uh, they do not get along. So a a lot of good stuff there. I didn't know that. That's interesting.
2: Yeah. Does (laughs) does he he spill the beans to tell all
0: on this? Oh, it's about 15 minutes of him talking about his problems with Cena.
2: I can I'm gonna have to go. This is over at the wrestlinginc.com website.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Wrestling Inc Daily Podcast.
2: So I'm gonna uh, go I'm gonna go check yeah. this out. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting stuff. Uh, so yeah, keep checking on wrestlinginc.com. Good deal, Rush. Thank you as always, and thank you guys very much for listening. iTunes reviews are always greatly appreciated. You've just listened to the shooting blanks wrestling report. Feed me more. Thank you guys very much for listening to the Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report with myself and Raj Geary. Check out WrestlingInc.com for the latest in news and professional wrestling and Feed Me More Nutrition, my all-natural supplement line available on FeedMeMore.com. Just for listening to the Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report, we're going to give you 20% off with the discount code SHOOTING20 at checkout. Just use code SHOOTING20 on FeedMeMore.com to save 20%. Get hungry! Stay hungry. Feed me more. Feed me
1: more. May you rest in peace. Awesome!
2: Yes! 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 Oh, come here! It's running wild! Mm-hmm. I said give me a hell yeah! Ha <laughs> yeah. ha! Woo! Shooting place! Russell report!